Today's episode includes interview with community member, mother and daughter regarding schooling through Zoom, and an interview with Ms. Doris and Isaac Lopez from Youth Services regarding a most watched video they were in. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to OAN Connects. Thanks for joining us today. My name is Jessica Joaquin, ad sales slash news person for the Autumn Action News. I'm here today with my co-host, news person, Marissa Johnson. How's it going, Marissa? Pretty good. So I've been watching this show called Cobra Kai on Netflix. Have you heard of it? Uh, Yes, as a child of the <laughs> 80s, of course. My goodness. I don't pay for TV subscriptions. And well, I take that back. Yes, I do. I pay for Netflix and I used to pay for a lot more. However, oh, I cut it back and <laughs> I had to... The, so, so everybody's on this Cobra Kai kick. I knew it was coming out. I knew it was happening when it got released on YouTube. I subscribed to YouTube Premium or YouTube Red, whatever they want to call it yeah, now. I, I paid that. for it. Yeah, I paid for it specifically for Cobra Kai because I was like, oh my gosh, I need to watch this. This is like the best thing that's ever happened in the face of television. And I watched it. And of course, nobody had a subscription to YouTube. So I there was nobody to talk to about it. And then all of a sudden it's on Netflix and everybody wants to talk about it. And I'm just like, this is great. Now I have somebody to talk to. So wonderful. Tell me, <laughs> young person, tell me, youth. Tell me somebody who never did you watch? Have you ever watched the no, Karate Kid? No, actually. Okay, so see, exactly. my first Karate Kid was you know Will Smith's version or Jaden oh. Smith. <laughs> that doesn't even count in my my opinion. But okay, I'll I'll let you off the hook. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so I'm on season two, episode six, and um, everybody kept telling me, you know, in the first season, stop where you're at and go watch the original. Even though they give, you know, hints here and there and give flashbacks, just go back and watch it and you'll appreciate it a lot more, the attention to detail. And definitely you can see it throughout the show. Yeah. Yeah. Karate Kid's one of my favorite movies. I absolutely love that movie. I mean, I grew up on that movie. It makes me very nostalgic about my youth and everything like that. I remember hanging out with my cousins and like practicing karate and doing like all this stuff. So it brings back all these really fond memories. So what at what point of your Cobra Kai watching did you stop and go watch the movie like the first Karate Kid? They stopped me at episode five. First, uh, one of my best friends told me, at least go back and watch one hour at the end of Karate Kid. And then he changed his mind. He's like, never mind, watch the whole thing. Just watch the whole thing and you'll you'll understand it. And so it Who was funny. Says that? <laughs> like you can't just go watch half a movie. That makes zero sense. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're already in season two. You only have like three I or four more know. episodes left, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and if you guys aren't watching Cobra Kai, well, first of all, yes, go watch Karate Kid if you haven't watched Karate Kid. It is a classic, and I'm not talking in the Jackie Chan, Jaden Smith <laughs> version. No, no. Go watch the original Karate Kid that came out in the early 80s. You're going to absolutely love it. It's fantastic. You know, like the movie, it was pretty clear who the good guys and who the bad guys were. This you don't know. It changes. Yeah, you like there's really, a lot of character development for sure. Who's the good guy and who's the bad guy fluctuates between episodes. You never for know. Sure. It it's not solid. For cool. Sure. Okay, well let's move on from uh Cobra Kai for a second. 
And um, let's actually get into this episode because we got some really good interviews. Marissa, why don't you tell us about your first interview? Yes. I was able to interview nine-year-old Melody and her mother regarding going back to school and attending Zoom sessions. Melody is a student over at Noah Webster. While she doesn't attend school in person, online, her mom helps her throughout the day to get her schooling done. Hi, Melody. Hi. Hi. Can you tell me how old you are? Nine. Where do you go to school? Noah Webster. Noah Webster? Mm-hmm. How do you go to school? Online. Online? Yeah. How does it work? You use the Teams app and then you just do the daily assignments. Oh. Do you get to see your friends online? Yeah. How often do you have to go on there? How many times? When, well, usually when the assignments are due. Oh. Every day. Every day? Uh, yeah. <laughs> how long do you have to stay on there? About how many hours? Well, we did about four hours today. Does she sit um, in a Zoom session or how does it work? So she has Zoom sessions in the morning, which are optional. Um, mm-hmm. But her classwork, she she has a certain amount of assignments that are given each day and she has to complete them before the day is over. How how has it been for you being a parent and teaching online through Zoom? Um, it gets stressful. <laughs> because the kids the kids have a hard time um sitting in one place and we try to be active, you know, and get out of the house and do things. So it just get it just gets stressful because the kids don't want to sit and sit there for long hours and work on all of that classwork. We want to be outside and playing because I feel the frustration just as much as they do. Well that's how that's just pretty much how I feel about it. <laughs> and <laughs> I think the technical issues, like all the technology problems that we have, mm-hmm. make it even harder because I don't really know how to navigate a lot of technology. So when we have problems, it just, I feel like it gets in the way of our learning and we just spend most of our time trying to figure out how we can download an assignment or how we can navigate some of the apps and find certain things like study tools or whatever that we're supposed to be using. That just yeah. becomes a challenge and it's it's just all stressful. How are they learning off of tablets or laptops and was that provided by the school? Um, the school had an option to provide tablets and I think it was only about $50 or not a tablet, but a computer. Um, but they would just be renting them. And because they're young kids and I was like fearful of them breaking the computers, um, I just I just got a tablet that we could use for them to complete their work. What about with some of them going back to school, um, some going half days or half weeks, and then some sessions are online? What are your thoughts on that? Because COVID's still really active and it's um, like hitting the community, we want to make mm-hmm. sure that we're taking the precautions to stay home and not spread COVID especially because we live with older people who are more at risk. Um, so while I, f- I feel like it would be really nice to send them back to school so that they can see their friends and maybe the the work would be easier to complete, um, we just, mm-hmm. we're still against it. We don't want to send them to school to put anybody at risk. Does she get to interact with her friends online? Does she get to see them again like her friends from last semester or not last semester, her last grade. 
So she can she can see the the students in the class meetings when through Zoom when they have them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're however they're not supposed to really be interacting. They can kind of just see each other, their faces on the screen. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's not like they get to like have conversation yeah and say hi and <laughs> those types of things it's kind of just weird because they're all staring at each other and the teachers talking um but through the teams app um this is kind of a funny story the kids have all found a way to chat with each other through the app <laughs> and then the teacher is getting mad sending all the parents messages saying like tell your kids they're not supposed to be talking to each other Um, but we kind of let them do it I let them do it when they're not doing their homework anyway because I know that they miss them and again that's another thing like I'll I'll want them to not be on the electronics so we can go outside and be active and do those things but they just want to play games with their friends like that so through the chat they're in they're able to like initiate like playtime and whatever okay awesome well it sounds like you guys are navigating through zoom sessions or online sessions with your kids sounds a little difficult but you guys are doing it (laughs) yeah we're trying awesome all right well thank you marina and thank you melody for talking with me a little bit you're welcome yeah of course i think we can all agree that transitioning into kind of what today entails like from day to day these days of 2020 uh we all kind of went through that struggle of trying to adapt and adjust and I think, uh, you know, we can relate to to everything she said. For sure, for sure. All right, let's get into our final interviews. At the end of March, SRPMIC government went into essential services only, and it forced many SRPMIC departments and programs to move to social media to stay connected with the community, one of which was the Way of Life facility. They created a page in May, and it showcases diabetes prevention services, community recreation services, youth services, and the Boys and Girls Club. They hit the ground running and have posted tons of content for the community, from reading stories to exercise videos to how to eat healthy, even videos about mountain biking, basketball drills, hair braiding, and so much more. One video was posted in mid-August and has since been viewed over 11,000 times. As of today, it's the most viewed video on the Wolf Facebook page. That video is Chuchamath Making with Miss Doris. I had the great pleasure of speaking to Youth Services Specialist Doris Morado, also known as Miss Doris, and Cultural Coordinator Isaac Lopez of the Youth Services Department. They were both in the highly shared video. The video starts off with casual good mornings in autumn, followed by a step-by-step process narrated by Miss Doris. The end result had many mouths watering and tummies aching for a bite. Though the video was a success, I asked Miss Doris about the transition from pre-pandemic to figuring out how to work while in quarantine. Had she known about Facebook and had she used it prior to quarantine? No, I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar working on a laptop either. I am familiar working on the computer, you know, the big computer. (laughs) And then they gave us the laptops and 
I kind of learned some things, you know, but there was things like programs like YouTube, Facebook, uh, Zoom, Skype, you know, um, that was something new to me. It was very new to me because I never used that before. I never had a computer in my home because I was, I don't know if I was old-fashioned, but I felt like um, I was always getting scam calls even on my work phone. You know, it was crazy and it was scary, you know, just looking at the media, the news saying, you know, older people um are scammed into, you know, things. Uh, and I was scared of that, you know, I was very scared. So I never had a computer in my home. So when they gave us the laptops, um, I had to use my phone for the hotspot, the work phone, but it wasn't working. You know, um, the meetings, I would try to go in the meetings, I'd lose them, come back, lose them, come back, lose their voice, and then they come back, and it was staticky, and they couldn't hear me, and maybe, I want to say August, that they ordered a Verizon MiFi, and that works better. It works better, but I'm still not familiar with the, like, um, the other things like zoom and facebook and all that i do get on facebook with my personal phone and i do see the videos but i don't um, i don't have an account with facebook i think we can all relate to those challenges miss doris faced many of us were in the same boat which is why it's so delightful to watch the videos that the wolf facebook page puts out they are lighthearted, fun and entertaining did they know this video was the most viewed on Wolf Facebook? Here is Isaac Lopez. No, I did not know because I don't have Facebook at all. So I, I, I did not know. But yeah, according to the the questions or the video stats, I can see there's a lot. But I did not know that, <laughs> which is very surprising for me. Coming up with video ideas is a team effort, which also includes Youth Services Director Tori Pagana and Youth Services Manager Micah Carlos. Did it take long to come up with the idea to create a Chichimuth making video? Here is Miss Doris on the process. No, it didn't take a long time. We um we always I was always um selected to make the the Chichmuth whenever we had a um Whenever we had something, you know, it wasn't hard, you know, um, um, Tori did kind of say, maybe we can make a video with making chumets, she was saying, okay, so we finally gave in and made it, made the, made the video and Isaac was helped, help, so we just, uh, um, did it, <laughs> but my dough, you know, I didn't make the balls after making the dough, making the balls, I didn't make them big enough, but yet I had the comar, you know, and here I didn't make them big enough to make the big chumets, so, okay, we'll just, we'll just settle with this, you know, so we made the little ones, yeah. If you have seen the video, you'll know that Miss Doris made them perfectly. One commenter saying, where's the butter? Which many of us growing up know that a warm jumat and melting butter is a delicacy. 
Here is a small excerpt from the video. Good Seattle, I need to get Isaac Lopez, um, cultural coordinator from the youth service department. Um, today we're going to show you how to make pitchamuk. And um, so sit back and enjoy and let's get started. Oh, it's good Seattle, Doris. Good Seattle, Isaac. Oh, up here. Okay, this is Mrs. Doris. Uh, she's going to be showing us how to make chichimuk. She's been working for the youth service for 18 years. As you can hear, the two greet each other in autumn. I asked Miss Doris if they knew prior to shooting that they would speak autumn while making the video. Yes, we. I knew, and I told Tori because, um, um, you know, I do try to teach the children when they're in class uh, some of the autumn words, and then Isaac does most of it because he's the uh, culture coordinator. So he does most of it, and then we both ask questions because there's words I never use, so I would ask him a question, and then he would ask me questions too. So we help each other. I like Isaac. I like working with Isaac, you know. I asked Isaac how important it is to share the language. It's very important to me because this, this um, the language is, is it's, it's part of us. It's part of our our life, it's our, it's pretty much our soul and our blood. And I want to make sure that the, to keep the language going, keep it alive, and especially to share it with, you know, with the youth, because um, the youth are the, they're kind of like, they're, they're, they're important. They're very important because they're, they're still young. Uh, they have a lot ways to go. And I just wanted to, you know, share the language with them. And it's very important for them so they can be able to share it with their their kids and their kids' kids. While the pandemic has certainly shifted many of our roles, whether it be professional, parenting, teaching, or anything else, Miss Doris and Isaac Lopez are certainly making the most of it. Both do miss their students, but know that distance is the best way to keep everyone safe. They have adjusted and embraced their new roles. Lopez is a student at Scottsdale Community College studying film. Prior to the pandemic, his intentions were to show the youth how to create videos. Now he is both in front of and behind the camera often, creating videos for them. And Miss Doris? Well, she is known around her office as Facebook Famous. I asked her if she knew of the positive feedback she was getting from the community. I knew it later, you know, I knew it later. Um, uh, Tori didn't tell me, Micah didn't tell me until, um, uh, I don't remember. It was, it was a short time after I, you know, she finally told me she, she was saying uh, the Facebook queen, <laughs> making chamed. <laughs> and I was like, then she told me, you know, yeah. It made me feel good, you know, and it made me feel good that I had that many people to reach out and comment and, you know, stuff like that. And the likes. <laughs> Thanks again to Miss Doris and Isaac Lopez for taking the time to be on the podcast. Please head over to the Wolf Facebook page to enjoy all their videos at facebook.com slash srpmic.wolf.
Yeah, I was able to watch that video. It made me hungry. Yep, me too. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of OAN Connects. We are going to say goodbye now until next week. Uh, Once again, oh, one quick reminder. If you're a SRPMIC community member and you are a musician, you play a music instrument, and it doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter what genre, send us a recording and we'll play you at the end of our episodes, okay? Everyone have a wonderful day. And to lead us out today, once again, is Marissa Johnson. Hit it, Marissa. Thank mm-hmm. you.